the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Now, it's Real Life Lending with your host, financial services expert, Eric Ilofsky-McKay. Welcome to Real Life Lending. We are your Northern California show for what's new and true in mortgage finance and real estate. My name is Eric Ilofsky. I've been in the corporate finance and lending industry for about 28, 29 years now. Currently the Vice President of Northern California for Essex Mortgage, and I run the beautiful loan center here in Northern California. But the best part of my job is meeting you folks, whether it's helping you buy that first home, maybe that first investment property, or maybe that first commercial property. This is what we do. Uh, It's all about you, the consumer. I started this show on a little station up in the Sacramento area, and we've continuously grown and grown and added affiliates. And now we're heard just about throughout Northern California because I wanted to create an outlet, a place for you to call, email, text questions about what you can do and what you can't do in a real estate transaction. Um, I'm a broker. I've lived in the Bay Area for half my life. I lived up north for half my life, so I know both markets really well. Uh, A little bit about Essex Mortgage. We've been in business 32 years. We currently fund just under a billion dollars a year in residential real estate. And even though that's not a big number compared to some of the big banks, it allows us to do things maybe a little more common sense. Uh, What we uh, are, are educators. We look at ourselves as making sure that you have that power of knowledge when you're out looking and making offers and probably buying one of the largest things you're ever going to buy in your lifetime. And we have a ton of ways to get a hold of us. One of the things, homework assignment number one, I want you to jump on Facebook. I want you to type in Real Life Lending Radio. Hit like, follow us. You'll be able to listen to uh, all the shows that we've done previously. Uh, we're also found on podcasts on Omni.fm and as well as several other places. You can hear just about every show I've ever done for the last six years. We also have our website, reallifelending.com. Again, reallifelending.com. But the best way to get a hold of us is probably a text line. It's 916-806-0606, 916-806-0606. If you uh, have a question during the show, maybe you're in the middle of that purchase or refinance transaction and you're just not getting the answer that you think you should, uh, give us a text. Again, 916-806-0606. Hey, we kind of have a special treat today. Um, We have uh, the owner, founder, CEO of Essex Mortgage calling in in a little bit. Kind of give us his thoughts on the market, where he sees our industry going, and um, just tell you a little bit more about Essex Mortgage. But first, we have uh, one of our proud team members, actually the um, branch manager for Santa Cruz office there in the Bay Area, um, Misha Dimitruk. Hi, Misha. Welcome to the show. Hi, Eric. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Uh, Tell everybody a little bit about yourself and your background. Well, I am fairly experienced in this industry with 21 years under my belt. I've seen quite a bit come and go and a lot of change. Um, I'm happy to say that I understand the beginning through the end of the process. I really dedicated myself to 
being an asset to my clients so that I can walk them through not just how to get prepared for the loan, how to understand the documents they're signing, how the loan works on the outside of it, um, how to help them understand what to expect as their loan continues on and they make payments. Uh, There's a lot of information out there, and it can be confusing for buyers, so I really value working with a live human, and I want my clients to to see that in working with me, that I'm I'm here for them for all their questions through the long haul, not just to get them into a loan, but also how to help them understand the process while they're in it and to look forward to enjoying being finished with it at some point. Absolutely. And that's why, Misha, you fit so well within our company is, is that we have that educational spirit. But, you know, folks, Misha, even after I, my, I, I've been in this business a long time, Misha, uh, Misha knows more than I do when it comes to guidelines and processes and things. So, I mean, she's a wealth of information. If you have a question, um, give us a text, 916-806-0606. First of all, Misha, where's our office in Santa Cruz? Why don't you tell everybody about that, where it's at, how they get a hold of you? The office in Santa Cruz is located at 150 Walnut Avenue, downtown, and you can contact me by cell phone, 831-435-0385, or by email at Misha, M-E-S-H-A, at EssexMortgage.com. And, you know, the Santa Cruz market's a little bit different than the rest of the Bay Area, and um, obviously there's struggles in all areas and all markets. Uh, and one of the things we're going to do today is the whole show, we're going to spend time on preparing you folks on maybe buying that first home, what you need to do, how, what you need to prepare for, what to think about, what questions to ask yourself during the process. But before we get into that, Misha, um, what's going on in Santa Cruz? Is it, is it a tight market like the rest of the Bay Area? It really is, Eric. It, we are seeing people, buyers in particular, getting frustrated because prices continue to rise. Sellers still elated with what they're getting for their money um, when they sell their properties, but the restriction of what to buy with prices so high. So there's right. a little bit of stagnance in the market because sellers don't have the amazing opportunity to turn around and buy something better than what they have. Even when looking at downsizing, sometimes they're increasing their property tax um, and they're not old enough to be able to transfer that tax base over. So they're really looking at making smart and strategic moves. We do have limited inventory in the Bay Area, which is something that a lot of people in the Bay Area are, are getting more and more accustomed to. The competition is stiff when looking at putting in an offer. So I'm really excited for us to have this show to be able to talk to people about how to be in your best possible position in order to get your offer accepted. Absolutely. And one of the things in Santa Cruz, you know, I, I always talk about on the show is one of one of the last pieces of our uh, the, our whole puzzle of Northern California real estate was that that baby boomer, that move up, move down buyer to try finally try to sell that home. We know that trend is people are getting older. Historically, they've sold, downsized, empty nesters. But now more and more folks want to stay in that property. What do you think the hurdles are? What do you think they're, what's keeping them from marketing that product? Well, I think there's a, I think there is a lot of opportunity for people to continue to stay in the neighborhoods that, they're, uh, that they've been in for years mm. now. Um, the issue is really looking at what they have done with their finances in the past and how that's affecting them in today. So for the the retirees, for the baby boomers that are out there right now trying to figure out their strategic move, they're looking at how much do they owe on their home? How can they stay in an area and and retire successfully knowing that they have this huge nest egg that they 
have to cover every month. Um, so we're talking a lot about reverse mortgage. We're talking about um, some reverse mortgage purchase so that people who have had older homes and bigger homes that they no longer need are able to sell that home, take the equity that they have out of that, do a reverse mortgage purchase, and not make payments anymore so that they can begin to enjoy their retirement. The last thing any of us want to see happen to someone is that their home becomes a burden to them. And as they get older and they have less opportunity to do those repairs and the gardening that they so loved maybe 20, 30 years ago when they first bought the home, um, now it's really about creating a lifestyle that they can continue on with. So we're definitely talking with people about understanding the creative options that are out there and that it's an entirely different mindset. Owning a home today versus what their parents did when their parents retired was unheard of for them to have the sizable loans that are on these properties in that day, in that era. So they can't look to what their parents have done, and they have to come up with these new skills. So we become an invaluable part of their retirement plan. You know, and and that's a good point. The reverse mortgage, I think, is becoming a more and more accepted product, uh, both by estate planners and financial planners. I'm getting a lot more calls than I've used to and interest in that product just because of what you just mentioned, the burden of maybe a high, a high balance mortgage at retirement and some of the changes that have gone recently with reverse mortgage that may have put that product in a little more favorable light with those, those advisors. So that's a good point. Hey, you know, um, one of the things that we're going to talk about today is what to do and kind of what not to do and get prepared uh, to buy. And whether you're thinking about buying that first home, that first investment home, we're going to go through a step-by-step process of exactly maybe how to prepare your finances, how to prepare your credit, and what to, what questions to maybe ap- ask yourself. Maybe that, that inner thought process to make sure that you're ready to buy such a large piece and a large commitment. Um, but before we get into that, uh, Misha, you know who we have on the line right now? I am so excited. Wait, we actually have, for the first time in probably a couple of years, we actually have Roland, Roland Whedon, the founder CEO of Essex Mortgage. He is on the phone going to talk to us about his thoughts on our current market and where we're headed. Hey, Roland, welcome to the show. Hi, Eric. Thank you. I appreciate it. You know, every, I talk about so, you every week. Everybody's probably leaning into the radio right now. So tell us a little bit about yourself. How did you get in this industry? Um, I got into the business 32 years ago. Um, honestly, at the time, I wasn't sure what I wanted to do as a career. Prior to this, I was a teacher um, in England. My uh, degree didn't carry over to this country, so I didn't really want to get into teaching again. Um, so um, at the time, my wife's boss um, was looking to hire loan officers and figured that maybe he could hire me and put me on the phone and use my accent to sell loans. So that's what I did for a few months, and it was just pure luck that I stumbled into the business. And and obviously so, that kind of then, progressed. And sorry, go ahead, Roland. Go ahead, Roland. Yeah, and so five months in, she she was laid off, and we actually went to work for a startup company. And the gentleman that started the company um, decided that wasn't for him, so we bought him out. Um, that was in 1986. And I filed a DBA of Essex Mortgage, which was where I was born and raised. So five months into um, the industry, I had my own mortgage company, and it's been 32 years, and it's grown from there. 
And I, I think that, uh, hey, Roland, you have some time to stay on uh, for a break because we have some other questions to ask you. And I think it's a good time Absolutely. to kind of remind everybody that we are growing as a company. We are growing state by state. We are going throughout Northern California, the Western 22 states right now, and continuously looking for talent like you, folks. If you're a licensed NMLS loan officer, we really want to talk to you. We are continuously growing throughout the Bay Area. We want to provide you the last job you're probably ever going to have. Give me a call directly, 925-203-5808, and I'll buy you lunch and I'll tell you all about it. All right, folks, we're going to take our first break. When we come back, we're going to continue with Roland Whedon and Misha Demetruk here on Real Life Lending. It's Real Life Lending with financial services expert, Eric Ilofsky-McKay. All right, everybody, welcome back to Real Life Lending. We are your Northern California show for what's new and true in mortgage finance and real estate. And today, we have a special guest today, uh, Mr. Roland Whedon, President, CEO, and Founder of Essex Mortgage, along with Misha, our branch manager from Santa Cruz. Hey, Roland, um, you know, one of the things I, I always talk about on the show is that how our industry kind of morphed into something completely different than it was back in 2010. And, you know, I always... People, agents always have their opinion on, on what the current state of the market is. What are your thoughts on where the lending industry is now and how we recovered from after that whole craziness? I mean, I, I like to think that we learn from it, which, you know, in 32 years of doing this, you're continually learning. Um, I think right. that the period from 2000 to 2006 really was a deviation from what we've done as a company and what this industry's done from the time I've been in it, which is to ascertain which borrowers um, qualify and can afford to take out a mortgage. And for you know, the first 15, 16 years, that was what was important. And I think for the last eight years, we've gone back to that. For a while, um, I think real estate financing became something it shouldn't have been. Um, and it was just a means for people to buy houses, whether they could afford them or not. And I, I think we've, I'm hoping we've learned from that. Certainly the climate right now is we put people into loans that, the, that they can afford. Do you see any ad, additional changes coming our way? I know our, our industry is kind of changing a little bit the way we're doing business. Um, more technologies involved. Any, any, any guidelines, major guideline changes or anything you see happening in the next few years? I mean, I don't see major guideline changes. I think that, um, you know, underwriting criteria is sensible. It makes sense. Where there are changes is in technology. And, you know, Eric, you and I have been in the business as long as we have. I mean, when I started, we didn't have cell phones. We didn't have computers. Obviously, there was no such thing as the Internet. Um, right. Now, what we can do with technology is, is crazy. Um, you know, we, we, we're coming with the mortgages, the online mortgage, online approvals. Uh, we'll be launching our product in a couple of months where consumers can go online. They can apply for a mortgage. They can have their credit run. They can have their assets verified, their income ver verified. Um, an underwriting engine can be run to determine whether they actually qualify for a mortgage. And even in some cases, evaluation of the property can be done all within half an hour. The thought of that a decade ago would have been beyond our comprehension. Right. You know, one of the fears is that as, as the market tightens and interest rate rise, you know, the lending industry creates products to, to influence buying. And, you know, then, then guidelines become loose again. Um, I don't see the craziness that we did before, but I like the way, I think it's more common sense now. And I, I really, true, hopefully it never gets back to that piece. But, um, you know, 
What do you think the biggest challenges are for, for home buyers and sellers right now in our industry? You know, I mean, obviously we all get, we are still nervous about what happened 10 years ago. Um, sure. I think the biggest challenge right now is, is really just the inventory. I mean, there are not, still are not enough properties on the market for the number of buyers. Um, and as populations grow, I mean, there's not more properties being added. So honestly, I see that as the biggest challenge. Um, right. You know, I think there's a certain amount of nervousness of some people entering into the market, those that um, endured the pain of 2003, 4, 5, and 6. But I do see that going away. Um, I think most people understand the value of owning real estate. Right. I, I think it's at a good spot. And, you know, one of the great things about it, and I've been with Essex over 10 years, and it, it's it's a different atmosphere and it's a different place to work and like we promote on the show is is this whole education process and i think that's kind of what it makes us unique as well as you know we're rolling out all this new technology but there's nothing like a human being in a warm body to help you through this process um you know roland i appreciate that you got to come on more often everybody loves to hear from you must be the accent eric it's always a pleasure All right. And, and, you know, obviously having people like you working for me that do educate our clients is extremely important. Misha, do you have anything to add for Roland? I would just like to say that I've been with the company since last fall, and I've worked at many companies over my 21 years. And for those of you who are not elated with where it is that you are doing your loan business, I want you to know that that's that environment that you are in is unnecessary. Essex Mortgage is an unbelievable company with tremendous experience, with a lot of heart and dedication from the staff. Um, Everyone really works together to facilitate the loan process and to do what's right for the customer. And that really comes from Roland's guidance down. And it's really, really important that you love what you do. This is a very high-stress industry. It has a lot of pressure on us. And if you don't feel supported, if you don't feel like the people you're working with are experts and care about doing the right thing, then please contact any of the Essex representatives and let us show you what's different about Essex Mortgage because it really is a step above the rest. That's a great way to end, Misha. All right. Hey, we're coming up on a break of the half. Thanks again, Roland. We'll have you on again soon. Appreciate it. All right, folks, you're listening to Real Life Lending. We're going to be right back after this with Misha and what you should do to prepare for getting a mortgage. It's Real Life Lending with financial services expert, Eric Ilofsky-McKay. All right, everybody, welcome back to Real Life Lending. My name's Eric. I'm here with Misha. Today, we are, the rest of the hour, we're going to talk about preparing for buying that first home or getting prepared for applying for that mortgage. And on the line, we have Misha Demetruk, our branch manager of our Santa Cruz office. Misha, what would you say the first step is for somebody who's thinking about maybe possibly applying for a mortgage? I would say the first step would be for them to contact one of us and and find out what it is we're looking for and documentation and have that conversation look at their situation honestly with experienced eyes. I think I hear a lot of people saying, well, I want to get everything in order and then contact someone. But how do you know what you're getting in order if you haven't spoken with someone who can give you that guidance? Right. Absolutely. And I think, you know, one of the things I always tell everybody when I first meet somebody, there are no wrong questions. 
about in, in real estate buying or selling or, or applying for a mortgage. Uh, some people think they can find all the answers on the internet or maybe at Spaceship Mortgage. But one of the things that I think is unique is you really want to have somebody that 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 understands the industry and and can look at your your file and tell you exactly, hey, we need to work on this or hey, this looks great or what about this. Um, but I think again, self reflection. Um, really is uh, am i ready to buy is a really big piece of it but you know what what are you finding the biggest concern of people that are applying with you well you know i would say in the greater bay area rents are high so people are accustomed to paying a large monthly payment and so in looking at your your recent 12 months i always ask people who say i'm a little bit nervous about buying and i say well gee how many times have you been evicted for not paying your rent and when they give me the shock face and say never i say well okay then let's talk about this you sound like a responsible person how many times have you had credit cards closed on you had autos repossessed so you know we come at it from uh, from a comical standpoint for the people who are talking to me seriously about what they're doing with their money and their um their debt but i i do really want to point out to them that a lot of times they're making near mortgage payments already and that they shouldn't be fearful of this, but that we want to make sure that this is a good budget for them. So I walk people through the steps of here's your maximum qualifications. Live like you're making that payment until you find a home that you are ready to buy. Then you know if that's a comfortable payment for you every month, take your rent out of it and and don't put everything on your credit card. Don't you know, just eat ramen for the month to see if it works for you. But really understand what that feeling is, and then they gain the confidence they can make that payment and that it fits into their lifestyle and budget. Yeah, I, I, you know, one of the things that people always often come in and say, you know, how much do I qualify for? Uh, and it, you got to take a step back and say, well, wait a minute. You know, what, what, what's your payment comfort? What are you paying in rent? Because you're absolutely right. You made a comment there in the beginning that you know, you're, you're, well, even if you're renting, you're paying a mortgage. It might not be your mortgage, but you're still paying a monthly obligation. And one of the things that I think is really important in our pre-approval process is making sure that, that you educate yourself about what that house is going to cost you truly each month, out-of-pocket expenses. Principal interest, taxes, insurance, mortgage insurance, if there is some, any HOA. But, you know, it, it really gets back to being responsible both as a lender and as a consumer. Um, I mean, I know that we walk everybody through the steps, but why don't you tell everybody a little bit about our pre-approval process? Well, to, to begin with, we collect some data from individuals. We will need their full name as it appears on their valid government ID. A lot of times we see people who will apply as Jimmy Smith, and we find out their name is James Robert Smith. Um, so we <laughs> want to really make sure that we're putting everything into a formal and official name. This is a very serious process. Uh, you know, We can make jokes about it and be light about it, but it really is about consistency. So we'll take your name, your address for the last two years, your birth date, your social security number, and, um, and your employment information. How long have you been at that job? How long have you been in that position? Take your income documentation and, and take a look at everything. We'll pull your credit. We'll talk to you about what we see in your credit profile. And then what type of opportunities there are for you based on your specific set of circumstances. That's not something you get when you dial in online and just pump your information sure. into the Rocket Mortgage system. Well, hey, let's break there. Uh, when we come back, I want to talk about some of the things that I hear people ask me about when, hey, Eric, I'm not ready to buy because of, you know, there's no reason why. There's no wrong questions. Let's figure out a plan to home ownership. And you, we're going to continue with Misha when we come back. Thanks, everybody, for listening to Real Life Lending. 
It's Real Life Lending with financial services expert, Eric Ilofsky-McKay. All right, everybody. Welcome back to Real Life Lending. We are your Northern California show for what's new and true in mortgage finance and real estate. Again, I want to remind everybody of our text question, our text line, 916-806-0606, 916-806-0606. Misha, we actually have a, a text question from Nicole. Um, she's asking, uh, thinking about applying for a mortgage, should I pay off my credit cards? <laughs> we get asked that all the time. Uh, that could be all a double-edged sword, right, Misha? <laughs> Absolutely. Well, Nicole, here's what I would like to tell you to that effect. Don't do anything until you have a conversation with a qualified expert, because what could end up happening is you may have a very small minimum monthly payment on that credit card, but you might have a sizable balance and you may actually be better having cash in hand rather than no balance on that credit card. And again, this is something that you get when you talk with an expert in advance about what it is you're looking to do. So I would really encourage you, give me a call, let me know how I can help you understand your best strategy for this process. And how does somebody get a hold of you, your phone number? My phone number is 831-435-0385. And my email is Misha, M-E-S-H-A, at EssexMortgage.com. Yeah, you know, Nicole, that, that's a great point that Misha makes because obviously cash is king. But one of the things on the flip side of that is I've actually had borrowers uh, pre-approve with me, go through underwriting with a really strong high 7, near 800 FICO score, and then they walk in after they find the house and say, oh, Eric, I paid everything to a zero balance. That actually can negatively affect you as well. Uh, one time, you know, in, in fact, your, your score can drop substantially if you're not using your credit. And I've had that situation happen as well. And that's why it's so important to talk to somebody like Misha or myself. And I, I, Misha, if you give her a call, she'll be able to tell you exactly. She'll be able to do a really cool what-if simulator that is a little bit different than what you get online from the consumer sites that will tell you exactly if you pay this card down to $20, you know, if you pay this down to this, or uh, it, it's exactly, tell you exactly what we need to get your score where it is or to keep it where it is. And that's a really good point. Um, you know, Misha, what we're doing is talking today about how get people need to get ready for either that first purchase or refinance or maybe buying that second investment property. Um, we talked about being responsible. We talked about knowing uh, knowledge is king and making sure that you understand what your payment's going to be. Don't overextend yourself. What are some of the other things that people really need to think about when applying for a mortgage? Well, one of the biggest things that plagues our industry right now is that people are unaware of how much money movement, even amongst their own accounts, really affects their enjoyment of the process. Every dollar that they move, even between checking and savings and money markets, has to be documented. You have to write a letter of explanation. We have to show the paper trail of things. So it can really take someone's very benign situation and make it really stressful for the consumer because there's that's a lot of paperwork to pull together. It's a lot of letter writing and it would be unnecessary if they had spoken with someone in advance and learned what not to do. Yeah, and, and that's a really good point um, because just one of the things an underwriter is going to do is look at your bank statements and if they see a lot of transfers in and out, everything has to be paper trailed from one account to the other. And you know how I said cash is king like five seconds ago? Uh, it's not when it comes to deposits. And every piece and documentation has to be accounted for and sourced. All that mattress money out there, you know, we've had large deposits that take place. 
and we can't use those in a, in a real estate transaction most of the time unless we can really truly document where they come from. And I know that it's it's really easy to do that, and and, and especially parents and grandparents love to that are going to give you a gift. They love cash, but it really cannot and could be a hindrance and possibly be a big deal for your close of escrow. Um, what other crazy things have we run across, Misha? Um, changing jobs in the middle of a process or coming into the process. Um, I've been dealing with people who have thought that if they had a job that they, they have two years of W-2s, that that was sufficient. But we actually look at the number of months that they were employed. Now, it doesn't right. mean there's no opportunity for them, but it changes their mind when you say to them, well, you're, you didn't actually have a job for 24 consecutive months, and that changes the loan options available to you. Um, with self-employed people, whether they filed their tax returns for this year or an extension, maybe they needed the income they were going to report on this year's income in order to qualify for the loan they actually wanted. So right. um, again, I, you know, to back to the original point of all of this, there's never a time that's too early to talk with an expert because we can really give you guidance and help you understand a, a path to the success that you deserve. Absolutely. And, you know, another big question we get uh, is that, uh, you know, I've got way too much student loan debt. And we hear all the time in some of the industry trades that, you know, that's what's keeping the millennials from buying. And, it's, and sometimes it can be, but sometimes it really, it's really, it really can be adjusted for and taken, in, taken uh, into account, right? Do you, do you hear that a lot? I do. I do, definitely. Um, and also on the flip side of that, that people think that because their payment is deferred, that that doesn't come into play for them. So really getting educated on what is and is not going to impact their ability to purchase. Yeah, I, again, because even if it's deferred, we have to take a you know a 5% payment or a 1% payment uh, to include in your debt-to-income ratio. And, and that can be a relatively small payment. But again, I think the biggest thing is just get, find out where our starting point is. I think that's the biggest thing about what we do. I have files on my desk, Misha, that, that that they applied over 12 months ago from listeners just like yourself sitting there listening to the show. What we'll do is it may take us some time to get you ready to buy or to find that uh, down payment program for you or to maybe pay off some debt in order to qualify. We can help you through the process, and I think that's the most important thing about what we do. So please, now is the time. Interest rates are increasing. You've been listening to me say that for the last couple of years. We're finally here. Now's the time to stop paying your landlord's mortgage and start paying your own. All right, folks, when we come back, we're going to continue about what you should do and what you shouldn't do when you're getting ready to buy a home. We'll be right back after this. It's Real Life Lending with financial services expert, Eric Ilofsky mckay all right, everybody. Welcome back to Real Life Lending. My name is Eric. I'm here with Misha, our branch manager in Santa Cruz. And today we're talking about you know, how to prepare yourself, the steps you should be thinking about when you're applying for that first mortgage or that second mortgage. Uh, we did get a text question. It doesn't have a name. It's asking me uh, for payment, uh, average payment on a $540,000 purchase from the 209 area code. You know, with 20% down, what she mentioned, you mentioned in your text, uh, you're looking at about principal interest taxes and insurance, about 2908 per month. Um, so again, I hope that helps again. One of the cool things Roland mentioned about technology. Uh, if you want to send me your email, I can send you, uh, or, or, or I can text you a really cool mortgage app. You'll be able to download it, do payment calculations, do everything, uh, on the fly in case you can't get a hold of myself or Misha. So again, we are continuously looking for ways to help 
our consumers to better educate themselves about these purchases. Um, you know, Misha, one of the things was our last segment. We've got a few minutes left. I, I really think that uh, you know you are growing your branch in your area. And one of the things I want everybody listening to know, Misha does loans all over California and even some other states. So uh, if you're thinking about being working with a knowledgeable individual that can guide you through the process, too often we hear the other mortgage companies out there get a pre-approval on my phone submit your documents in five, 10 seconds, you're done. Well, there's some things that you might not want to share with an underwriter, or you might be looking at a wrong loan structure. And that's why I think it's really important to sit down with Misha and really learn the process and educate yourself about different products, different programs and down payment assistance. We've got a new down payment assistance program that will work behind FHA that it's basically a hundred percent financing. We're going to provide a second mortgage for that three and a half percent down payment. So very little money out of your pocket. Misha, are you, I mean, I know that, that uh, you guys get all kind of gamut of, of, of uh, properties there in Santa Cruz, including, you know, USDA rural properties as well as something, uh, luxury property on the water. Um, do you see a lot of people using these different programs? don't see a whole lot of them being used in the market. I really wish that they were, that people knew there were other opportunities for them. I think people just automatically discount that they wouldn't be able to qualify for them because of the purchase point in our county. Right. And, um, you know, I think that that's, again, that's one of those pieces of information that if they were talking with an expert instead of just um, picking up their smartphones and trying to ask, you know, talk to text the right answer that they would actually be getting more information on and they would see the opportunities available to them in the market. Yeah. And one of the things I think is, is that we get all the time. Um, my dad used to say, and I've said it on the show several times is that where there's so many lenders and, and real estate agents in California and that everybody loves to give advice. And you know, the gal that cuts your hair's brother used to have their license in 1996 and almost closed six transactions. And then they love to give you advice, but, and the internet can be a great tool, but it also can be a hindrance. There's a lot of things that are outdated guidelines that are, are that are, that are no longer around programs that are no longer around. It's really important to sit down with, I think with, with somebody like us, to make sure that we guide you to where exactly you want to get to. Find our starting point and get you to the end. Um, Misha, we're coming up on the end of the show. One of the things I, I know that you're growing your team, and if there's listeners out there that just want to take some time, no obligation to sit down with you and learn about this industry and learn about their options, again, let's make sure we get everybody to you. How do they get a hold of you? Well, first, Eric, I would like to tell everyone that sometimes the sit-down doesn't have to be face-to-face. We can do a virtual sit-down, too. We're very high-tech over here at Essex. Um, But I definitely will make sure that I give you plenty of time so that you feel like we've had that just as much face-to-face as if you were sitting in my office. You can contact me anytime at 831-435-0385 or by email Misha, M-E-S-H-A, at EssexMortgage.com. Well, thanks, Misha. Thanks for being part of the show. We'll have you back again soon. All right. Thanks, Eric. You bet. Again, folks, give Misha a call. And if you hear anything that interests you or you miss something, give us a call. My barrier number, 925-203-5808. Work with me directly. See you next week. It's Real Life Lending with financial services expert, Eric Ilofsky-McKay. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.